Do you have a dream for your life? Or have you completely given up dreaming? Everyone can create their dream life. And it begins with your willingness to begin dreaming again. Now, here is the host of It Starts With a Dream, coach and clinical hypnotherapist, Bronwyn Smith. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show today. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith. You are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And one of my dreams is that we don't have racism anywhere in the world. It's just a thing of the past because, and today that's what we're talking about, racism. What the hell are people thinking? Why are people racist? I've never understood how people can hate someone because of the colour of their skin or their religion or where they come from or their the sex, you know, people that hate women um, all men, there are some people in the world that hate men. Um, and like everything else, it's learnt behaviour. No one is born racist. No one in the world is born racist. They're taught to be racist. It's Racism is acceptable in their home. It's acceptable when they're growing up. So <clears throat> let's talk about how you learn to hate a race of people. I just don't understand it. I'm not going to come and give you answers because I don't have any. It's just um, a discussion and it's my dream that racism be a thing of the past and people are just accepted individually. You know, you might like a person, you might dislike a person, but you like or dislike them based on who they are, based on that person's personality and whether you know, you connect with them and whether you resonate with them. It's got nothing to do with the colour of their skin. And um, a few uh, weeks ago, maybe about a month ago now, we had a case in Australia um, where um, a, a young boy by the name of Cassius Turvey, who was about 15, was walking home from school with his mates and um, there was a little group of them he Cassius Turvey was um Aboriginal and um he's walking home with his mates from school he lives in you know a nice suburb in Western Australia and he goes to you know a nice local school and he's just walking home minding his own business with his mates and in fact one of his mates was on crutches and they were set upon by a group of adult men really adult men. Cassius Turvey was about 15, as were his mates, and they were set upon by adult men. And these men drove up, jumped out of their uh, truck, and the men were weaponized, and they started um, you know, hitting these young boys. The boy that was on crutches, he was, you know, hit um, with his own crutches. I mean, for God's sake, can't kids walk home from school safely anymore? But Cassius Turvey was Aboriginal and um, one or more of the men were um, had a pipe and they um, hit Cassius so many times that they killed him. He's dead. Um, absolutely 
unacceptable and you know it was racist people are trying to say no it wasn't racist that had nothing to do with the fact that he was aboriginal of course it had something to do with the fact that he was aboriginal even our prime minister came out and acknowledged that it had that he was set upon because he was aboriginal it was absolutely because he was aboriginal because his skin is slightly darker than other people's and I just find it amazingly awful. It's just I can't tell you how disgusted I am in these men that um, killed this young boy, this young 15-year-old boy. And they have said it was mistaken identity. We thought that, you know, he done something um you know I don't even know what they thought he'd done and it doesn't really matter what they thought he'd done you know you you don't set upon a young boy weaponized with a steel pipe and hit him so many times that you kill him because his skin is darker than yours it is ridiculous and Australian this has not hit the media enough in Australia yes it has hit the media yes everyone's talking about it but it certainly isn't you know headline news for weeks and weeks and weeks like would be if it was a nice white boy with blonde hair and blue eyes um yes journalists are talking about it but certainly not to the same extent as if it had been a white boy and the man that um has um has been charged he was charged very quickly he was charged within the first day or two of um Cassius dying and he was charged very quickly um and which is good I mean the police really got onto it and found the perpetrators and charged them um and they've charged one I'm not sure if they've charged others or not as yet um but their inquiries continue as it absolutely should so it just beggars belief how people can do this what is their mindset about hating someone because the color of their skin and that's what it is it's a mindset it's they've been raised that this is okay and I'm telling you if you are a racist it is not okay you do not have a good enough reason to hate people because of the color of their skin or hate people because of their religion or hate people because of their sex you do not have a good enough reason you might have had a bad experience with one person and that's fine you can dislike that Per, that one person all you like you might have had a bad experience with 10 people of the same race or color fine dislike those 10 people but there are lots of people that are good and bad in every race in every religion you know in every sex there are good men there are bad men there are good women there are bad women um you know, it's got nothing to do with one or two or ten people that have done the wrong thing by you and every single person that belongs to that race or religion are then tarnished with the same brush. It's just not the case. Um, 
And people have to start getting over this. You know, we've got, you know, Black Lives Matter. I mean, do we need to be told that Black Lives Matter? Seriously, do we in the 21st century, do we need to be told this? You know, this is the sort of stuff that was going on in the 18th century, in the 19th century. Haven't we grown up? Haven't we realised that people are just people? I mean, you know, I all... Um, you know, I love the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. You all know that if you've watched any of my shows. And there was one lady on there, Garcelle, who's um, from um, Haiti, and um, she became a model. If you don't know her story, she was from Haiti. She became a model at 17, and she was very successful, and now she's on TV and doing all sorts of wonderful stuff. And, of course, she's black and beautiful, by the way. She's absolutely beautiful. And she was saying that one thing she had to teach her children was that, you know, um, if they're ever stopped by police, that they need to be aware. They need to be wary of police. Really, we've got to teach kids in this day and age that, Black children and white children are going to be treated differently. That is appalling. And, and it's not just in America. Let me tell you, it is here too. It is in Australia as well, which is why I'm, I'm doing this show. I'm Australian and I hate that sort of stuff. Um, and I'm going to have lots of people from country Australians, uh, country Australia say, you don't know what it's like. We've got Aboriginals all around us. You don't know what it's like. Well, here's the thing. You don't know what it's like for the Aboriginals either. We've treated them for decades, decades and decades, really appallingly. Let's be honest here. We've treated them really appallingly for hundreds of years. It's only now that we're starting to be halfway decent towards them. So what's their life like? Have you ever put yourself in their shoes? What's their life like? Did they get the education that you got? Did they get the same opportunities that you got? Probably not. So let's be, you know, Aboriginals that get the same opportunity as their white counterparts do well, but most of them don't get the same opportunities. So maybe you need to stay, take a step back and think for a moment. Have Aboriginals got the same treatment that their white counterparts have got? Answer is no. They haven't and still don't to a large extent. So why don't you treat them with a little bit of courtesy? Why don't you treat them the way you would like to be treated? You know, I remember years ago I was in South Africa. I was travelling through. I was a young girl. Um, apartheid had just ended in South Africa. So um, but I still got a very good look at what um um, apartheid was like in South Africa because it had only ended the year before, um, the year before I travelled through. So there was still, you know, a lot of black people doing the um, menial jobs and, of course, the white people owned the businesses or whatever. The black people before that hadn't had the opportunity. But I was in... Um, 
a um, youth hostel and um, I walked into the kitchen and there was a young girl, you know, cleaning up and I said good morning to her and she looked at me and she ran out of the room and, of course, I had no idea. I was from Australia and um, I had no idea and why she was running out of the um, out of the room, but I was like, okay, then whatever. The next morning I got up, went into the kitchen, the same young girl was there and I said good morning to her again and she said, you know, mumbled good morning back to me and ran out of the room. I was like, okay, no problem. So the third day I walked in, there's the same young girl in the kitchen and I said good morning to her again. And by this stage she'd sort of, you know, realised it was okay to say good morning to me. So she said good morning to me back and she kept about a business. And I said to her, you know, how are you? And she said, oh, good, thank you. And at that point the owner of the youth hostel walked in and started to scream at her in Afrikaans um, and a little bit of English, basically saying, not that I can speak Afrikaans, but basically saying she shouldn't be talking to a white person. How dare she? How dare she talk to a white person? I was gobsmacked, absolutely gobsmacked, that someone would treat a young girl in this fashion. I was just stood there like, and the the owner apologised to me that this young girl had spoken to me. I said, I spoke to her. She was replying. She was perfectly fine. She was very polite, like, you know, and she was like, no, black people do not speak to white people. Totally gobsmacked. That was the first time I'd ever really come across racism um, in a huge way. In, I mean, there's racism in Australia. I've said that. I'm, you know, I'm not moving away from that. There is absolutely racism here. Um but never, you know, I've ne- I had never seen it to that extent. And to this day, I still remember that incident and that poor young girl. I often think about that poor young girl and where she is now. Um, and I don't blame in South Africa now the blacks saying, well, you know, it's our country and white people, you know, you're going to live by our rules. And I really, you know, after what they went through, I really don't blame them. Let's talk more about racism after the break. You are watching and listening to It Starts With a Dream. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be back in just a moment. (coughs) Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant. Be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world 
knowing your voice matters, and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is It Starts with a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one on one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to It Starts With a Dream. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and we are on Inspired Choices Network. And just before we start and talk about racism again, I just want to remind you that my books are open for new clients for 2023. Email me at bronwyn at com or book a discovery call if you would like to work with me one-on-one during 2023. If you want to go on the list for any um, group programs I put out, and I'll be putting out a couple uh, during 2023, email me and just... Um, Put a little sentence about what you want to learn, whether it's about money or whether you're separating or divorcing um, or whether it's anxiety, whatever it is, and just tell me what it is. And then I will um, email you when I'm doing um, a group program. So just a reminder, the books are open for 2023. I don't take many one-on-one clients, so get in quickly. Uh, And also you can um, buy my book, Dream a Big Life, from Amazon uh, in your country. So if you're in Australia, amazon.com.au. If you're in the UK, amazon.co.uk. So back to racism. Let's talk about racism. Um, and what people are thinking, what their mindset is, how can they have a mindset to hate? And the thing is, most of these people are raised like this. They're raised that it's okay to hate people. Um, and it's just a sad way of being. You know, sure, if someone's done the wrong thing by you, dislike them. Everybody does that. But don't dislike them before they've even opened their mouths. Don't dislike them when you're walking past them in the street because of the colour of their skin or their religion or their sex. That is absolutely ridiculous. There are good and bad people in every race, in every religion and of both sexes. That's just a fact of the matter. You know, um, there are good Christians. There are bloody awful Christians. There are great Muslims. There are dreadful Muslims like Right across the board, there are good and bad in every, you know, religion, in every race. There are wonderful white people and there are dreadful white people. And similarly, you know, in the um, black races and the Asian races, there are good and bad in every single race. And you just have to judge people, you know, um, one by one. Is this person, you know, do they resonate with me? Do we connect? Do we have things in common? Um, you're not going to not have things in common just because they're Asian or black or Lebanese or Turkish or whatever. Um, and you're not going to only have things in common with white people if you're white. It's just ridiculous. There are mil- billions 
billions. There's 8 billion people on this planet. We clicked over into 8 billion this week, people in this planet, um, and there are good and bad, you know, some are good, some are bad, and you've just got to, you know, figure it out. But just hating for the sake of hating is absolutely ridiculous. Um, and equally, you know, again, on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, you know how much I love that. One of the ladies was talking about um, how she doesn't see colour. And Crystal, who... Um, uh, is Asian, not that that really matters, but Crystal said to her, go on, tell me you're one of those people, you don't see colour, go on. And it really didn't matter what um, Sutton, the other woman, said, what Sutton said, you know, Crystal was going to have a go at her. Um, and the way Crystal, in my view, has acted ever since those comments, very innocent comments from Sutton, um, you know, is appalling. But um, and interestingly, Garcelle said uh, to Crystal, it didn't matter what Sutton said, you were going to, you know, take her on and have a go at her. It didn't matter what she said. So um, and to me, that was, you know, that was it wasn't racist, but she really was try just trying to make a point. And Crystal was just trying to be mean for the sake of being mean. But here's my point. When people say they don't see colour, what Crystal said was, if you don't see colour, then you don't see my race and you don't see, you know, um, the differences in us and the things we celebrate like Chinese New Year and all that sort of thing. You don't see those differences. And that's not true. When someone says, I don't see colour, what they mean is, is, I don't judge you first by your colour or your race or your sex. That is not how I'm judging you. I meet you and I just and I get to know you and see if there's a connection there and see if we get along and from that perspective when I meet people everybody is equal um I don't go oh my goodness you're a black person I'm gonna hate you or you're an Asian person I'm gonna hate you they go no you you know I'm just gonna meet people and just take them you know Take them as I find them. If I get on with them, that's great. And if I don't, um, that's fine too. But it will have nothing to do with their race, religion or their sex. And that's a really good thing. Um, and I don't understand why people don't like that. You should just be meeting people and, you know, finding out what they're like Um on a person-by-person -person basis, and you may have nothing in common with them. You may have no connection, but that doesn't make them a bad person. It just means you don't have anything in common with them, and they're still a perfectly wonderful person. But someone like Crystal setting upon Sutton, and that's what she really did. If you haven't seen the show, go and watch it. It was last early last season, I think, or it might have been early the season before. But really, Crystal set upon um, Sutton going, come on, tell me, you don't see colour. You're one of those people. You don't see colour. It was ridiculous. Um, and, you know, we do see 
people's differences, but we don't treat them differently. And that's really important. If I meet an Asian person, yeah, I know that they're Asian and I know that they've got different customs to me and I'm interested to hear what their customs are and how they're different and, you know, what they do, how their Christmas is different to my Christmas, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Just like if I meet a white American person, then, you know, you have different um, things that you celebrate. You have like July 4th and um, this week you've got a celebration, which, of course, now I'm talking about it, has escaped me. But you have different things that you celebrate. And, of course, we talk about that and we're interested in that. So um, it doesn't mean that we're discounting your customs and where you come from and your differences. It just means that you're not being judged harshly um, because you are um, Asian or black or whatever. And I remember when I was about eight years of age and I went to the greengrocer with my great grandmother and um as we left the greengrocer, I commented on the greengrocer's um, um, accent. He had, he was Italian. He had an Italian accent. And I said to my great-grandmother, he, you know, he talks differently to me. Why is that? And my great-grandmother said to me, you know, um, there are people from all different countries, all different walks of life, and you just need to meet people, smile at them and get to know them and, you know, not you know, not be taken in um, by their different accent or their different, the different colour of their skin or their different religion. You need to meet people and just get to know them you know, one by one. So I was taught that from eight years of age by my great-grandmother, and that was huge for someone like my great-grandmother to have that type of mindset. Bear in mind, she was born in 1888, and she was teaching her great-granddaughter tolerance, her great-granddaughter not to judge people by an accent or the colour of their skin or their religion or their sex. She was teaching me, and as she had for generations before me, just to take people as they came. And if they had a different accent, you know, that was okay. Just get to know them and in time get to know where their accent's from and, and so where they're from. And so I was taught tolerance from a very early age and people that are racist are taught hate from a very early age. And that's the difference. They're taught hate. How can that be a positive thing to give to your children? How can it be? I mean, look where hate gets you. Look at the Second World War where hate got millions and millions of people, primarily Jewish people, killed. That's where racism takes us. Haven't we moved past what happened in World War II? Really, isn't that the biggest lesson we should be going back to? Oh, my God, these people, millions of people were killed because of their religion. How could that possibly be? It's ridiculous. 
and I and it's just as bad now. If we've got people that have to go and march saying Black Lives Matter in the 21st century in 2022, that is a real, you know, question mark on our society. We should have moved past this at least last century after the Second World War. Surely we should have learned after the Second World War. And if we haven't, it's about time we did. Grow up, learn, racism is unacceptable. And on that note, I'm going to a break. You are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, on Inspired Choices Network. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com to work with her one-on-one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back uh, to It Starts With a Dream. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and we are on Inspired Choices Network. And just before we get back into talking about racism, um, my book, which is a great Christmas present, Dream a Big Life, you can buy it on Amazon.com in your country. So if you're in Australia, Amazon.com.au, uh, the UK, etc. Excuse me. Um, and the um, it's now open if you want to work with me one-on-one during 2023 then send me an email at bromwin at bromwinsmith.com or book a discovery call on my website, www.bromwinsmith.com, and um, we can have a chat and see whether we're a good fit and whether we uh, can work together in 2023. If you want to be included on one of my group programs, again, send me an email and tell me what you want to learn about, whether it's money, whether you're separating or divorcing, whatever it is, and um, and I'll include you in um, my emails when I um, 
on launching those programs. So back to racism, which I completely don't understand. And um, maybe you guys can you know, come and send me an email or um, put in the chat what your thoughts about racism are, why you think people are racist. I mean, it's clear that most of them are brought up that racism is okay and they see their um, parents being racist or their grandparents being racist. And rather than changing rather than saying no this is not okay they just follow suit they just think that um, somehow they're superior because they've got white skin newsflash you're not and if you travel through Africa for any length of time you'll find that you know you're not superior so I just I just don't understand it and I don't understand why people harm other people like that you know, the white Australian men, growing men who attacked and killed Cassius Turvey in Australia. Um, and, yes, they've been charged and, yes, they're going to court and there's outrage within the community, which I'm really happy to see, but not enough. It should be headline news daily that this has happened to a young Aboriginal child walking home from school. Can our children not safely walk home from school anymore? That has been one of the wonderful things about living in Australia and being Australian, that our kids are safe. Largely, our kids are safe. Do bad things happen here? Yes. But not to the extent that it happens overseas because we've got such a small population for such a big landscape and we've got... 27 million people in a country that is as big as the USA when you take out Alaska. So it's a pretty big area and we've got 27 million people. So, you know, we've got a luxury of, you know, land and freedom and space and safety that so many other countries don't have. And yet this young boy walking home from school is set upon by adults, by male adults who are weaponized. They have steel pipes with them. They went ready to really hurt the this kid or the kids. And they largely set upon, of course, the Aboriginal. They did hurt some of the white boys, yes, but they largely set upon the Aboriginal, which makes it racist. Not, oh, I think we got the wrong person. Well, you shouldn't be out there trying to kill somebody regardless whether it's the right person or the wrong person, you shouldn't be going out as adult men weaponized with steel pipes ready to attack somebody that looks different to you. You might be white, you might be a man, but you are not superior. In fact, your actions show that you're inferior, not superior, but inferior. And this shouldn't be happening anywhere in the world, not in Australia, not in the US, not in the UK, not anywhere in the world, not in South Africa, nowhere. 
this should we should really be moving on from this type of mindset and being you know a um a community a society of tolerance of inclusiveness of people feeling safe no matter where they are not people feeling unsafe because they're black or because they're of their religion that isn't the sort of society in the community that majority of people want now is racism just the minority probably but it's like anything you know it's like domestic violence when you say nothing then it will continue when you talk about it then hopefully people will listen hopefully people will rethink and go oh okay well maybe we can do things differently maybe we can be a little bit more tolerant maybe we can think about what you know opportunities aboriginals have had in this country compared to their white counterpart and have they had the same opportunities for generation upon generation upon generation like we have and the answer is no you just have to go back to a history book and find out that the answer to that is no and it's the same worldwide you know go back to any country um, where there is a minority whether it be black or asian or whatever and have they had the same opportunities as their white counterpart for generation upon generation upon generation and the answer is no they haven't they they're trying to do the best they can they're teaching their kids to be educated and go out into the world and do the best they can and be the best people that they can be but in every country when you know a family migrates to that country even if they're well educated in their own country they're not necessarily going to be able to work in their new country doing the same profession that they did in their old country so they're already going from a you know they're on the back foot as soon as they walk in but they know that they're walking in to you know a different life a better life hopefully a life of freedom a life of safety that's what people when they migrate um hope that their new country will be accepting and loving and supportive and inclusive not racist and full of hate that's that's what they're trying to get away from and yet they go to a new country and they're met with you know similar not as bad get that not as bad but still not inclusion but exclusion and hate is that really the community you want people to see you as and even if it's a community that they've grown up in like in australia with aboriginals they've, they've grown up here but they haven't had the same opportunities for generation upon generation upon generation that we have and you've got to acknowledge that they they're trying to get educated now they're trying to and but also they want to live you know with their own um with their own ways they don't want their own culture to die out whilst they're trying to live in what is a white society and something quite alien to them 
their culture, the Aboriginal culture was completely different. I mean, they talk about dream time and, you know, they, and going on walkabout and all of that sort of thing. And, I mean, as Australians, we should be embracing their culture far, far more in terms of really learning about it. Do I know a lot about Aboriginal culture? No. Do I wish I knew a hell of a lot more? Absolutely. You know, like any culture, it would be fascinating to learn. You know, to learn, they know how to track people. They know, you know, all the differences with um, the food they eat, completely different to the food we eat. We've got so much to learn from them. And we don't. We choose not to. Oh, we're white. We're better. No, we're not. We're just different. We're not better than Aboriginals. We're not better than an Asian community. We're not better than a black community. We are different. That's it. We have our own customs and cultures just as they have their own customs and cultures. And we want to learn about European customs and cultures, but we don't want to learn about Aboriginal. Why? Why do you not think it would be just as fascinating? I'd love to go to walk about with them. If there's an Aboriginal that is listening to this show, please, you know, if you know of um, places that I can go to learn more about your culture, let me know. I'd really love to hear about you know, Aboriginal dream time, Aboriginal walkabout. They do so many really cool things and they're cool because they're completely different to how I was raised and to what I know. Just like when I go to another culture overseas, it's really cool because it's completely different to what I know and to how I was raised. So, of course, I, you know, I'm um, thrilled by it. Like I think... Any time we can learn about someone else's culture is exciting. You know, I love Chinese New Year. I think it's exciting. I love the dragon going in. I love all about it. Do I know a lot about it? No, I don't. Would I like to know more? Of course. And I understand that not everybody is inquisitive about um, other people's cultures that I am. But it's not about being inquisitive about other people's cultures. It's about being tolerant of differences. And let's face it, we are all different from each other. That's what makes us interesting. You know, if we're all like Stepford Wives, that's what makes us absolutely boring. We're all different. So, you know, embrace it. You embrace it within your own culture. You know, you'll have friends that are completely different from you. Maybe your partner is the complete opposite of you and you embrace those differences. So why don't we do that with other people from different cultures? Why don't we embrace them and their differences as well? Why is it only for our own community that we do that in? And we shun everybody else. And it's just about tolerance, acceptance, and having a community with all different people and all different ideas. And that's what it's really about. So we're going to go to break now. You are listening to 
It Starts With a Dream. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, on Inspire Choices Network, and we'll be back in just a minute. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to It Starts With a Dream. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, on Inspired Choices Network. And just before we get back to our show, go to my website, www.bronwynsmith.com. Have a look at some of the lovely gifts that you can download free. Or you can book a discovery call with me if you want to work with me one-on-one during 2023. And I put together a program for you for whatever it is that you want to achieve, um, a better relationship with money, going through uh, separation and divorce, whatever it is, I put together a program that is just for you and um, and we work through it during 2023. So you can book a discovery call or you can email me at bromwin at bromwinsmith.com or if you want to um uh, go on the list for one of my uh, group programs during the year, then send me an email from when at bromwinsmith.com and I'll put you on the list so that you know you are the first to know about it and you can buy it if it fits in at that time. So back to today's show, racism. What the hell are people thinking still in this day and age being racist? What are they thinking? It's um, incomprehensible to me. And the thing is, so many people just deny that they're racist. You can see that they are the way they speak to people, the way they act to people, but they're like, no, I'm fine. No, you're not. You're racist. Um, and this all came to the forefront in Australia with the murder of um, a young 15-year-old boy, Cassius Turvey. Um, and um, it just saddens me beyond belief. And let me tell you, you know, this isn't the one and only time something like this has happened in Australia. You know, I'm not that naive I'm not that stupid um you know it happens uh it's just the first time that journalists have really um you know brought it into the news more than they normally would normally it's just pushed under the rug I mean they're aboriginals you know they're put it's pushed under the rug and it shouldn't be it is as important as any other person in our community 
If this had happened to a white, blonde, blue-eyed boy, this would have been, you know, top news for weeks and weeks and weeks. And with Cassius, it wasn't. It was news for a few days, but not for anywhere near as long as it would have been. And the amazing thing is, you know, there are lots of people that did marches and had vigils and all sorts of things um, for young Cassius. And his mother came out and said, you know, if you're doing anything in my son's name, please ensure it's peaceful. And what a remarkable woman. You know, she wanted all of these protests and vigils to be peaceful. Um, how lovely. You know, and you can see just from that the sort of family this young man came from. You know, for his family to come out and request that of the society that everyone be, you know, peaceful, even though her beautiful, beautiful son had been killed, shows what a beautiful, remarkable family that young man was growing up in. Unlike the people that murdered him, you know, and they they murdered him. There was no two ways about it. They left their home in a truck with weapons, with metal pipes, looking for an Aboriginal boy to beat to death. That's how they left home. What sort of home do they come from? A home full of hate, a home full of you know, meanness and where they think that they're better than other people because of the colour of their skin. You know, not any warmth or integrity in their home, unlike Cassius Turvey's home, you know, and yet white people in this country think that they're superior to Aboriginal people. Really? I think that that case really shows how an Aboriginal family, this Aboriginal family, the Turvey family, is far superior to the white families. You know, there was a group of white Australian men, not one, a group of them, all filled with hate, all in a truck, all going looking for someone to beat to death and yet the Turvey family comes out and says if you do anything in my son's name please do it with peace I think we have so much to learn from not just the Turvey family but from Aboriginals generally and I think we can always learn from a different culture every culture has good and bad things you know wonderful things that maybe we can put into our culture or maybe we can just put into our lives. You know, I know World War II is a really big thing and people hated, you know, the Jewish people. Um, and, you know, I couldn't figure out why everyone hated um, Jewish people so much. So one day I decided, you know, I, was, um, I decided to read the Torah and I wanted to see what was in the Torah that everyone was so appalled about. And it was this, it was lovely, you know, the things they said. It was about 
tolerance. It was about inclusion. And that's really what we want in our society, especially now in the 21st century. We want that. We want tolerance. And I think that we should move, change our mindset. All of us change our mindset. You know, am I perfect? God, no. <laughs> you just have to watch my podcast and show for five minutes and you'll know that. But if we all try and be tolerant, inclusive and loving, then what a much better society, what a beautiful society we are going to have. And we really don't want to see anything like what happened to young Cassius Turvey happen not only in Australia but anywhere in the world. You know, it's not acceptable. It doesn't matter if you're a police officer or if you're like a lay person. If you're a police officer and you're intolerant and you're racist, you shouldn't be in that job. You shouldn't be in a position of power. It should be an automatic no, and I don't care where you are in the world. It should be an automatic no. We are not putting you in a position of power if you are racist. You are here to do a job. It is unacceptable. It is unacceptable if a police officer pulls over a car just because the driver is black or Asian or blue or any other colour. They shouldn't be pulled over by police two, three, four times more often than their white counterpart. Sure, if they're doing something wrong, pull them over, but don't pull them over just because they're black. That is unacceptable. And I know it happens here and it happens in other countries and it's absolutely unacceptable. And we've got to start changing it and we've got to start talking about it. We're talking about domestic violence. We now have to also talk about racism because neither is okay, neither is unacceptable. And I'll do a show later on domestic violence. But today I'm talking about racism. And my heart, my thoughts, my love goes out to the Turvey family. And I am so, so sorry for your loss. You are clearly such wonderful, lovely people raising a beautiful, beautiful young man. And my heart goes out to you um, that such a tragedy happened in your family. And I just hope that it never happens again. You know, I hope that that might be Cassius Turvey's legacy, that it was the very last time that an Aboriginal person was unsafe in their own country because it is completely unacceptable, completely. There's no reason for it and no one can give me a good enough reason. So that's our show for today, racism. I hope it resonates with you and I hope um, that you will becoming, become more loving and more tolerant and more accepting of all of those around you, regardless of what race they are. Thank you for listening to It Starts With a Dream Show with Bronwyn Smith. Arrange your one-on-one -on -one appointment today with Bronwyn via email at bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com. It Starts With a Dream with Bronwyn Smith returns on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, dream big.